From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Jacqueline Edmondson, Chancellor and Chief Academic Officer for Penn State Greater Allegheny. Jacqueline, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank you so much, Abby. Thanks for having me. Throughout your academic career, you've written about a variety of topics that range from public policy to rural communities in the age of globalization, even having done extensive biographical research into athletic and pop culture figures like John Lennon, Venus and Serena Williams, and Jesse Owens. In what ways have these experiences and findings influenced your goals and paths you're creating for your students? So my research in public policy and rural communities has really informed my perspectives on public education and in higher education in general. I think it laid the groundwork for me to understand the histories and context and influences on education in the United States and abroad and the impact this may have on our institutions and communities and individual students even. So it helped me to think about areas where we need to make changes. So through my research, I learned a great deal about advocacy and how to affect public policy and program change so that our educational institutions could be more just and equitable. Um, My continued interest in work in these areas has really helped me to think about pathways for students so they can move more readily from um, and access, they can more readily access education and afford it and find success. So one example has been with my work on microscholarships that establish criteria for students when they're in high school um, to help them successfully transition from high school into college and at the same time earn points towards scholarships, as well as my work on completion grants to help students who are close to graduation but might run out of financial aid. I think the biographical research and my work in pop culture um, has emphasized to me the importance of story, of history, and of creativity. Um, it has also heightened my awareness of ethical issues regarding who gets to tell someone's story and why. So I really enjoy hearing students' stories and learning more about their cultural influences um, and how that impacts their lives. Today, the needs of employers are constantly changing to keep up with rapid innovation. Penn State has responded to that challenge by introducing programs like cybersecurity analytics and operations. What are some creative strategies that Penn State Greater Allegheny is using to maintain market-driven curriculum that are relevant to changing expectations of employers? Sure, I think the only thing that's constant these days is change. And so we are constantly thinking about how to prepare students for changing environments. Um, and and changes in the workplace as well. And so one of the ways that we're doing this is through our digital fluency project. The focus of digital fluency is to make sure that um, technological tools are part of our campus culture and every student learns to solve problems and communicate and use technology in ethical ways. Mm -hmm. I think another area where we're really working to prepare students for the changing expectations of employers is related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Employers want to hire people who will work in ways that foster a fair and equitable workplace, and DE&I is central to this. Um, Our Crossing Bridges Summit situates our campus as a catalyst for change as we work to bridge racial divides in our region, and students have the opportunity to listen and learn from experts who are addressing relevant problems, including um, that involve inequities, and they have opportunities to engage in courageous conversations about racism and its impact. 
Our campus also has a racial equity task force that's focused on curriculum and resources for students, faculty, and staff. And this past year, we introduced a new course on anti-racism. And so we are really trying to make sure our students are well-rounded and well-prepared um, for whatever changes they may face in the future. Continuing education and adult learning have become important elements in higher education institutions, particularly with all the disruptions experienced in the job market. How have these concepts evolved over the years and transformed the way that we understand education today? Well, I think we're really learning more about how to meet adults where they are, which in many ways isn't a new idea in continuing education. Um, Penn State was the first U.S. institution to offer distance education starting in 1892 with correspondence courses in agriculture. The goal then was, much as it is now, to help those who can't attend um, traditional college classes to have access to them from wherever they are. So while the goals are the same to reach adults who can't take traditional classes, our methods have changed. So we now have hybrid programs like our associate's degree programs that provide a mixture of online and residential classes, as well as on-campus services for adult learners. We also have different pedagogical methods like remote learning and flex classes that make accessing continuing education a lot more flexible than it may have been in the past. So again, one goal at Penn State is to meet the learners' um, needs of learners across the lifespan. And this commitment has caused us to continually think about what those needs are, whether it's workforce education or professional development, and then also how to deliver them. Susan, we're looking at creativity. And so to conclude our discussion today, what are some unique ways you are fostering creative thinking across Penn State Greater Allegheny? Sure. So I think it's really important to put conditions in place for people to be creative and to think outside the box. We need an environment where we can make it safe to innovate and try new things, even if those new things fail. Um, so one of the ways we're doing this is by developing partnerships so we can engage in solving problems in new and creative ways. One of our partnerships is with the city of, uh, with local communities, including the city of McKeesport. The city of McKeesport has an initiative called McKeesport Rising, um, intended to improve the lives of the people in the region. And we're really connected to that as a campus. Um, through the Invent Penn State initiative, we have a launch box in the city of Pittsburgh where we are providing services to residents in the city, thinking hard about the problems that are, are part of the community here and really trying to engage in offering solutions for them. I think we also have really strong partnerships with our business community um, through both the Allegheny Conference and again, um, cities throughout this region. And so the launch box as one example is intended as a space where we can help to support small business owners and entrepreneurs, people who come in with ideas about what they want to do. And then we leverage the resources of the broader university to help them with, with their plans to get businesses started. Strong communities are certainly built through strong partnerships, and it sounds like Penn State Greater Allegheny is doing your part there. We're certainly trying, so yes, thank you. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Malone. Thank you for tuning in.